TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Paul Charchian, the charts from League Safe and LeagueSafePost.com, now joining us in the Schneider Orange Hotline. Time now for fantasy football. Charch, how you been, buddy? I have been outstanding. How are you? How many uh, How many fantasy drafts did you do in the last two weeks? Uh, five. All five of my leagues. Um, so uh, it's kind of wall to wall, but it's over now. I mean, now we're seven. We're seven hours away from kickoff. I know. Season starts. Can't believe it. Can't believe it. Tons of questions. I wish your game was the Thursday night game. I don't know that this is going to be a good one tonight. I think the Patriots are going to steamroll the Chiefs. I think it's going to be a pretty easy game. I I just want to see a good game. Yeah, well, I'd like to, too. Do you um, you remember the Chiefs game? The last time these teams played was like week three or week four, two years ago. And Brady had a terrible game. And... A lot of us, me included, were like, "This." I think the end's here for Brady, and and that turned into a big national talking point. Because Brady had been kind of average for about a year, and that game was bad, and we're like, "This just doesn't feel right." And then basically from that point forward, since that Chiefs game two years ago, all he's done, you know, be basically perfect mm-hmm. for two more years. Yeah. yeah. So I don't. I, I, the my feeling is, and I think we may have talked about it last week, but I don't recall. I think the. I think the. Patriots this year are as poised to go 19 and 0 as any team I can remember, like in my lifetime. Bill, I mean, this is a an absolute juggernaut, and I think it all starts this week against a uh, a totally outclassed uh, Kansas City offense, especially that I don't think to be able to put a lot of points on the board. Uh, Joe, you got you got questions? Yeah, Charge. Th- this Buffalo receiver by the name of Zay Jones just continues yeah. to intrigue me. So I've got a fantasy question in regards to receivers. Two yeah. out of these three and a half point PPR: Pierre Garcon, Stefan Diggs, or Zay Jones. Two of three. Um, Pierre, Go- Pierre Garcon and Stefan Diggs are your starters. Diggs um, moves from the slot where he normally plays from Minnesota to the outside, where he's going to see a lot of cornerback Sterling Moore, who ranked 64th by uh, at cornerback by Pro Football Focus, or in his first ever start, rookie Marshawn Lattimore. So I think Stefan Diggs has got a really tantalizing matchup. And then Pierre Garcon, by the way, if you thought my, my 19-0 prediction was ludicrous, wait till you hear this one. Pierre, this One of these times, Bill, you're just going to hang up on me. No, go ahead. I'm always listening, man. You intrigued the hell out of me. I think Pierre Garcon is going to break Jerry Rice's single-season reception record this year. Not yards, not touchdowns, receptions this year. Pierre Garçon, playing from behind in virtually every game. They're going to be passing constantly. If Hoyer can just stay healthy, I believe that he will end up with the total, or the single-season reception record. Now, this week he goes up against Carolina. Uh, this is a Panther team that finished bottom 10 against fantasy wide receivers last year. A lot of moving parts in the secondary, very young secondary. I like Garçon a lot. He's my wide receiver number 21. Good, Joe? No, I got one oh, more. Oh, geez, here we go. All right. Okay. Now, in the other league that I'm in, Brandon Marshall, Zay Jones, Paul Richardson, and I'll throw Jonathan Stewart in there. It's a flex, one-point PPR. 
I love Jonathan Stewart. He's way up at my number 14 at the running back position. He goes up against San Francisco. They ranked dead last against the run last year by a mile. And where Jonathan Stewart would would have been hurt and has been hurt by Cam Newton in the past, they don't run Cam Newton at the goal line anymore, not since his concussion. And now he's got the shoulder, he's the offseason shoulder injury. No way are they going to be calling designed runs for Cam Newton on, on, a, on a shoulder he's trying to rehab. No chance. Stewart is sitting, on, they're going to get ahead in all probability. They're going to pound Stewart. This is a great opportunity for Jonathan Stewart. If I had to pick one guy out of that list, he would be the guy. All right, let's get to the phone calls for those that have fantasy football questions for Paul Charchi and Tom listening to us in Greenfield. Tom, welcome to the program, man. What's going on? Uh, just got a question for Paul. Paul, would you start Marshawn Lynch or Matt Forte? I have to choose between one of those. Or one uh, of the two. Yeah, yeah this, this is not close. Marshawn Lynch is my number 11 running back, and Matt Forte is my number 44 running back this week. Lynch is going to be the is going to get the vast majority of the Garys for Oakland. They go up against Tennessee. Tennessee's a good run defense. They were one of the better ones last year. They get the third fewest rushing yards and the third fewest touchdowns. Uh, nevertheless, it's still Beast Mode. Who get this? If you go back to 2013, Lynch still has more broken tackles than any other back in the league, and he didn't play all of last year, and he only played part of the year before that. He's still a special talent, so I'm taking Marshawn Lynch. By the way, in ludicrous, here's ludicrous statement number three, Bill. All right. Matt, Matt Forte is going to retire or otherwise find his way off the roster. He is a borderline Hall of Famer going through the indignity of being the last veteran standing on the travesty that's happening in New York. And either he will, they will grant his wish and they will trade him to a contender somewhere, which would be a great way to finish his career, or he will just simply walk away from this team at some point. It's a shame to watch his career end the way it did because he had such high quality, but he toiled away in complete anonymity and unappreciation in the city that is Chicago. Yeah, you know, I think, I think they, you know, I think they kind of got it. And fantasy players loved him, and we we understood. But it really is a borderline Hall of Fame career if you look at the numbers and and especially as a receiver. He was one of the best he receivers was, out of the backfield. I mean, he led the NFC at one point. Yes, yes. I mean, you know, he, elite pass receiver, good pass protector as well, all around player. It's um, it's it's kind of sad that the that the whole thing's ended the way it has here. And I don't think he's got a lot of gas left at this stage, unfortunately. Not a terrible matchup against Buffalo this week, but I I want to believe that Bilal Powell is gonna is gonna end up being uh, the guy that they use here this week. Uh, let's go to Andy listening to us on the South Side. Andy, you got a fantasy football question for Paul Charging? Shoot. Yeah. Hey. Uh, half point PPR. Um, I'm looking for uh, a flex position of uh, Devin Funches, uh, Marvin Jones, or Randall Cobb, and I'll hang up and listen. See, the reason I like Randall Cobb, and I don't have to tell your astute listening audience or you, Bill, is the way that you attack Seattle is not on the outside, right? They've got the great cornerbacks. You attack them in the middle of the field, and we've seen Cobb have good, good games against Seattle historically. And I also like Martellus Bennett for the same reason. You want you want to go after Seattle at the linebacker level in the middle of the field, and that's that's Cobb territory. you got to pick and choose your starts for Cobb, as, as we know, you know last year. It was super dicey, but you know this is not a great group of linebackers. They're very good a lot of places, but not necessarily at the, the linebacker level outside of Bobby Wagner. So uh, I, I think I would start Randall Cobb this week. I would start Randall Cobb this week. Then we've got one from Josh. 
listening to us in Greendale. Josh, you got a question for fantasy football and Paul Church? Yeah. I wanted some advice, but after that Garcon Rice prediction, I don't know anymore. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, no, actually, uh, half point PPR, and I have to choose one of the three uh, Richard Matthews, Tyreek Hill, or Kevin White. And I'll hang up and listen. I don't think Kevin White belongs on a roster. I'll be honest. I just, you know, he's he's shown nothing to this point. It's a lackluster preseason when they needed him to really shine, and we didn't get that either. There, there are a lot of guys that I'd rather go to war with. Paul Richardson in your game, I think, is super intriguing. I'd rather have him. I'd rather have Cooper Cup as a deep guy. Zay Jones, who Joe obviously loved. This week, you want to start Rashard Matthews. Um, when the he played against this week's opponent, Oakland, in week three of last year, didn't do much of anything there. But from that point forward, from week three forward, Rashard Matthews averaged 70 yards and almost a touchdown per game. The Raiders secondary is in all kinds of flux. Sean Smith got arrested, first-round rookie. Uh, Gary Conley's unlikely to play because he's got a leg injury. It's a it's a good opportunity for Rashard Matthews, and I, I would start him. My number 23 wide receiver. And I should mention, well, I'll mention 23 wide receiver. All my player rankings available for free at fanball.com. Let's do this. We'll take a break. We'll get back. We'll talk to John, Rick, Nick, and a cast of thousands. Twitterverse is blowing up as well. Stick around. A lot more of the Bill Michaels Show with Paul Charchi and our fantasy football guy coming up next. Everywhere in Wisconsin, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network, presented by Marshfield Clinic Health System. show is on the air we are glad to have you get back into the fantasy football chatter coming up here in just one moment our good friends at FanDuel want to remind you that football season is here and speaking of fantasy this is the time to do it play some fantasy at FanDuel.com you can do that at FanDuel.com and uh, all you have to do is if you hit the join now button use the promo code unit and you are in it's that simple they do it for as little as a buck or as much money as you think you can you can you can get back back in return if you are a, a more than a novice we'll say Maybe you're looking for the advice from our buddy uh, Paul Jargi in here. Who knows? Yeah. But go to FanDuel.com, F-A-N-D-U-E-L, FanDuel.com. Check it out for yourself. And um, many, many people have won uh, a lot of money and had a lot of fun doing it. You can get it started for as little as a dollar. That is FanDuel.com. Charge, how you been, buddy? You doing good? I'm, I'm doing great. Thank you. Hey, can we just talk your game for a minute? I mean, sure. it's a fascinating game anyway, but um, tell me a little bit about Doug Baldwin versus Quentin Rollins. What do you think about that? That matchup? Rollins has performed much better than he did last year in this in this camp, uh, but there is still a, you're waiting for you want to see what happens because last mm-hmm. year, two sure. years ago they performed Rollins and Randall both performed extremely well. Yeah. On the opposite side of the fence, they didn't look good at all last year. So the question becomes: Will the real Rollins and the real Randall please stand up? They're going to yeah. get tested early. Now, they brought in Devon House because Devon House is a bump-and-run, press-man kind of guy. He reminds me a lot of Al Harris without the uh, the turn-and-go speed, so to speak. So yeah. that's what Dom Capers wants to play. They couldn't do that last year because both guys were running on groin injuries. So now mm-hmm. we'll see. We'll see what, what, what they're going to bring to the table because uh, I'm anxious to see how they're going to use this, uh, you know, this, this safety core. They're going to run safeties in there as linebackers now. Really? Yeah. yeah Morgan Burnett, well, they have playing middle linebackers. So... I, it, it's this is going to be a, a more metamorphosis for Dom Capers, and and his defense. If if they did not, if 
they somehow don't improve defensively, and especially against the pass, how how much of a hot seat is Dom Capers on? That's a great question because it seems – I mean, you always take it into consideration with what the season brought you. Was it a lot of injuries? Were there a lot of problems? Right. Or were you just right. bad? So I, yeah. my assumption is is that if, they, if everybody stays healthy – They've given him a lot of different guys. They've got bodies up front now, much like the rotation mm-hmm. they had in 2010. So we'll wait and see. If it doesn't perform well, or at least not in the top 15, then you would say, okay, maybe this uh, it's time to move on. But uh, for all intents and purposes, these new nitro packages and everything they want to run out there and going smaller, more athletic, and faster, they believe they have a defense now to compete with anybody that anybody wants to run across the middle. But you're playing four teams that can run the ball extremely well right out of the shoot, and I'm throwing Cincinnati into that mix because they've got a good trio, and the, probably the second-best player on that team that nobody's talking about is Mixon. Yeah, Mixon's really good. Their offensive line, though, awful. The right. two tackles have, I believe, zero combined NFL snaps for their left and right tackles, and that's going to be a real work in prog- uh, process. Is it process or progress? Progress. Yeah. Pro- progress for them. Uh, Ty Montgomery, I think, is, is going to be fascinating. In the matchup last year, he only got the nine carries, but he managed a touchdown in 86 total yards, which is awfully good against Seattle, a team that didn't give up a single running back receiving touchdown last year, and they're you know they're very hard to run on generally. Um, I can't wait to see if he and the offensive line there is up to the challenge, because obviously Seattle's front four is ridiculous. So if you can get something going here in this week with Ty Montgomery, man, does that bode well for the you know for the rest of the season, really? All right, let's get back to the phone calls. Talk to uh, John listening to us in Green Bay and WNFL. John, how you doing? Hello, uh, real good. Uh, 12-team standard league, and you touched on my guys here. I'm starting Todd Gurley, but then I uh, have either Ty Montgomery or Joe Mixon for my Not other starter. I mean, Joe Mixon's one of three guys that are going to touch the ball there. And uh, Ty Montgomery, I mean, you guys saw it like I did. I didn't see any real threat to his carries uh, arrive there. So I think, I think Montgomery's going to get 80% of the looks, and – Joe Mixon might get 30 or 40%. And it's just not enough. And he's got a tough matchup with Baltimore anyway. Good stuff, John. Appreciate it. Let's go to Nick listening to us in Kimberly. Nick, you got a question for Paul Charchian. I have a trade offer that was offered to me. Um, it would be for Martavius Bryant for Kareem Hunt. Right now, I'm pretty stacked on wide receiver. I have Crabtree, yeah. uh, Marshall, and Alex Green. Yeah, it's a fair offer. Now, that said, Bryant is going to blow up on Sunday and a great opportunity on Sunday. But long-term, and Kareem Hunt's got the toughest matchup of his whole year this week. So you're going to lose that deal in week one, and then after that it's going to it's going to level out and you're going to have a very good running back in Kareem Hunt who I believe is going to emerge as a very as a very good and reliable fantasy producer. Um, we should mention the, the Browns cut uh, Joe Hayden a couple of days ago, like four or five days ago, and then today, they they just uh, in the last hour they cut one of their, one of their safeties, uh, Calvin Pryor, because he got in a fight. So now the secondary is missing two guys that were going to be starters a week ago. So Amazing. here comes Antonio Brown, Artavis Bryant, and Ben Roethlisberger. <laughs> it's gonna it's gonna be a disaster. Charge always fun. Great start to the season, and we'll chat again next week, buddy. Thank you, my friend. Bye, right, pal. Talk to you soon. There you go. Paul Charchian uh, from League Safe Post and League, uh, League Safe and LeagueSafePost.com. Both of those websites, you can read his stuff there. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. clock at four. Donchich. 
The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.